It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Age of Radio. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. It is that time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Big Man, and as always, joining me is my brother, Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? Dude, it's been forever, bro, but we're <sighs> back, brother. Almost three months to the day. Dude, life has been crazy, but I'm glad to be back. And yes. Glad to be you know, on the horse again. Let's get this going, brother. Yes, sir. So we're going to kick off. We have a little bit of a tweak. <laughs> yeah. A little tweaky tweaky. So little basically, tweak. we're still sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. But we're going to focus mainly, mainly on the two things that him and I are both really good at talking about. Wrestling and football. Yes. Um, to keep it sports talk, we will throw out an occasional when we have time and if there's enough to really talk about an actual sports talk episode. But the episodes are basically going to be wrestling talk and football talk for the most part. So, first off, we're going to do wrestling talk. Yes. Um, on the stream, if you're watching the stream or we'll see the stream later, you're going to get the double dose episodes. Football talk, you'll get the post if you're going to listen to the audio tomorrow. Yeah. So, but if you're watching on this Twitch or later on when we can post it somewhere else, hopefully, um, you'll get a double dosage on that. So, let's get into the wrestling talk. Cooper, we've just had WrestleMania. Yes, sir. Two nights of WrestleMania in Irving, Texas, which is outside of Dallas, which was at Jerry World Dallas Dallas Cowboy Stadium. 
two night extravaganza. Jerry, I love it, Jerry World. Jerry World. Everybody calls <laughs> Jerry it Jerry World. World. Um, it was great for the most part. Had some eh things happening yeah, in it, yeah. but for the most part, um, I, it was quite enjoyable. Yeah, dude. I really, I don't know which was better, night one or night two. What do you think? Night one. Yeah, night, yeah one. night one was pretty badass. Because um, basically you got Stone Cold, which was <laughs> great. Right. Um, the only thing I really loved about Night 2 the most was how amazingly well Pat McAfee did in his match against Austin Theory. Right. That was surprising. Now, granted, I know Pat McAfee is, is an athlete. He's a former NFL punter, um, and he's always been that... Uh, punters are athletes too kickers are athletes too kind oh, yeah. of guy but i didn't i was not expecting that kind of agility out of pat mcafee right so the fact that he could jump from uh from the bottom all the way to the top rope mm-hmm. i was like what i was like yeah. this dude's got some hops bro basically a standard box jump from the yeah. f- from you know standing position he didn't run and jump up he box jumped yeah, to the yeah. top rope and i'm like Pat, what? <laughs> well, I mean, he's got legs, dude. He's got legs. Yeah, well, mostly he was known for his right leg, but I guess yeah, you can give him go, credit right? for his left leg, too. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so it was cool to watch. Uh, but we'll talk about one of the biggest surprises right now in the return of Cody Rhodes to the WWE. I mean, was it really that big of a surprise? No, but... but yes. <laughs> No, but... <laughs> KFAB says yes. Yes. If you're not into KFAB and you know everything else, no, it wasn't really a surprise. Yeah. So, let's get into it with a little bit of an article here on Cody Rhodes. Rhodes has quoted, uh, quote tweeted another account on Sunday and an original tweet said, Rhodes' recent return to WWE is good for the wrestling business as a whole because Rhodes left WWE, made himself a star, and helped create competition that makes it easier for anyone else to think about leaving WWE. Rhodes, was, uh, Rhodes wrote, uh, Feather in our cap I never dreamed of. Uh, wrestle crew, uh, wrestler crew families eating well. Industry legitimately changed. Fans coming back and wrestlers returning. A beautiful chapter. Uh, what the Elite and I helped create brought clarity. Uh, my next step, though, unfinished business. Cody Rhodes returned to WWE, as we just talked about, at WrestleMania 38 as a surprise opponent for Seth Rollins and got the victory. Rhodes recently, ta- uh, recently talked about when he first started thinking about returning to WWE and he said it stemmed from meeting with Chairman Vince McMahon. Quote, I can say that we had a meeting in Atlanta and I didn't expect the meeting to go bad, but I thought, oh, I'll be presented with something that is not for me, but I'll be able to say thank you so much and I was able to get closure on the first chapter because the first chapter ended really poorly. Uh, Hey, I'll see you next week. No, you won't. (laughs) And hey, uh, my post now, I'm gone, guys, and no one is keeping me down. I got closure on that. I never got it from Hunter. I never got it with Vince. I never got it... uh, the conversation was just sparkling, and it was really 95% of the conversation about my daughter. Uh, let's see here. And, of course, there's the tweet about the feather in the cap and what he yeah. did for and this, AEW. This was, a, uh, I think it was an article from, uh, I think it was Comic comic something. It's right up here, dude. Go up on it. 
just took over, so. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I need to get me a... Uh... I don't see where... Oh, dang it. I think it was Wrestling Inc., that one. That one? I'm pretty sure it was Wrestling Inc. If not, it was a uh, comic book. I know those were the two articles I looked at, so that's my bad for not <laughs> having the... the uh, proper source? The proper sourcing yeah, on source that. on it, but... Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I mean, it, it definitely does make a difference, the fact that he come back after, you know, leaving the company and making a name for himself. Mm-hmm. And just, uh, I, I've got mad respect for Cody Rhodes. Uh, maybe not so much on his first run, but the fact that he went away and he came back mm-hmm. and, like, like I just said, made a name for himself, and now he's, you know, all in on WWE again. It's It's kind of crazy. Right, I was a, I was only surprised not because I wasn't expecting him. I wasn't, I knew he was coming back. Yeah, I obviously knew that. That wasn't my surprise. My surprise was with how badly he was treated towards the end of his first run of WWE that he'd even want to go back. I understand the unfinished business that he has with it. He wants to be WWE champion and all that. Um, you know, make it to the top of the company. I understand that, but the way he personified his character with AEW about how much he felt disrespected and thus disrespected Triple H, in a sense, kind of made it seem like he was probably done with WWE at that point. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I'm sure that's the way he had to make it seem. But, Mm -hmm. you know, all that that mighty dollar, dude, it'll bring bring you back real quick. And not only that, but Mm -hmm. I think, too, you know, cooler heads prevail. Right. So, I think... That was probably the biggest part of him coming back was mm-hmm. knowing that he's a man. He did it on his own. He, you know, he helped create a company that is like a full-on, you know, a full-on entity on its own. Right. So, I mean, it, it totally is awesome that he's doing this. And I'm, I'm excited that he's back in WWE and we get to see him actually pursue maybe said world title. Right. We'll see what happens. And in fact, about the world title, let's get on to our next article. Right. So during the latest episode of WWE After the Bell with Corey Graves, Rhodes joined the show to talk about his return to WWE and some of the things he's done to get a company uh, assimilated back into the company. Uh, <clears throat> or acclimated. Sorry, not assimilated. <laughs> I shouldn't say assimilated. That sounds wrong. <laughs> um, that's, that's a good way to go right back to being stardust. Anyways, the American <laughs> Nightmare mentioned one key factor of the WWE that will help him uh, expand his career physically. Bus culture, I'm getting used to this, Rhodes said. Again, I'm not going to try to take it for granted, but a way to expand your career physically in terms of, oh my gosh, it's all here. I can bring my family on the road with me. It's all right in front of me and not having the rental cars and flights every day. The bus culture, I'm really getting into. I did find that... I find money being on a new bus. Uh, I feel like I could put me in the new bus position, which was the last three shows, which is directly with the fans gathered in the parking lot. I'll spend the day with fans, but you do have to, but you do have to walk by them three or four times. Yeah, I, I've seen that. It's yeah. I've experienced it firsthand, and hopefully, you and I will get to experience that here soon in the coming months. I'll definitely. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit too. Oh yes. And the American Nightmare also spoke about his AEW departure from during the podcast, talking about how the company wouldn't exist without him. That's kind of true. That is very true. <clears throat> uh, continuing to talk about WWE, Cody Rhodes also mentioned one aspect of wrestling he wants to be um, he wants to be brought back to the business today. 
Uh, those that need to be brought back to wrestling, by the way, the classic sets. Um, I feel like you have to talk. Um, you have to. If I feel like if you have a talk segment, you need a, ba- a bad set. That's the definition of it. The American Nightmare Cody Rhodes also spoke about his quest to win the WWE Championship during his latest WWE run. The former Intercontinental Champion went back in time and spoke about bringing back the old IC title during his title reign and whether or not he'd do the same with the WWE Championship. I did do that once with the Intercontinental. It took a lot of work, but it was the right one, uh, right call once we got there. Uh, Rhodes said, I think there's a particular design of WWE Championship that people are very fond of. I'd say hypothetically it would be really something to achieve the ultimate industry dream, being the best of the being the best of the best ever in terms of that moment in time, and then perhaps give it a fresh coat of paint and with the winged eagle title. That would just be something. That's all I can really say. Yeah, that would be awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. I like this idea of bringing back old school titles. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I get it. You know, we're in a new era, but to have some nostalgia to it. Yeah. It definitely makes a difference, man. Because, Absolutely. like, I I am that old-school fan. I like to see them old-school titles. Heck, I wish they'd bring back the World Heavyweight title. That would be that would be awesome. Right, drop the Universal. Yes. Because, like I said, I made up the Universal title in that fr- freaking Friday Night SmackDown game. You and that I is so funny because I, I, and I you, said you gave so me the whole That's a stupid name for it's, a title. <laughs> Universal Champion? What is that? I said, hey, man. Never, no, 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 yeah. What happened, bro? Yeah, I, I called that. I ate my words. Called that. that. <laughs> WWE would never do something so stupid. Yeah, oh yeah, they did. they said hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> and then they stunned and then gave you a stone cold stunner for your troubles. Hey man, if I could actually get a stone cold stunner, that would be awesome. That would be kind of funny to see. It would be fun. I'm just wondering if you do a better job of taking a bump than Donald Trump did when back in the day. <laughs> and that kid was terrible. They they were showing the worst bumps in WWE history, and of course Donald made the top ten because <laughs> he did such a poor job when he got stunned at WrestleMania. What was that WrestleMania 28? I think it was. Yeah, man, that was crazy, dude. The hair versus hair match. Yeah. God, that was a great setup all the way through until the very end when Stone Cold turned on. Everybody and start stunning because Donald can't take a bump with a crap. Right. I don't blame him though. He's like, ah, uh, he's a billionaire. He doesn't need to take bumps. <laughs> so I get, I kind of get it. But I mean, I like it though. I like the fact that he's thinking outside the box instead of. That's what I'm saying, dude. Old he's, he, but he's not going so far outside the box where you come up with something stupid like the Universal Championship. You're going outside the box, but by bringing b- something back, bringing something back with a new school flair. Yeah. Much I like better. that, dude. So much better. So much better. I mean, everybody loved when he brought back the classic look of the Ice Intercontinental Championship. Now you see the Intercontinental Championship belt, and you're like, "What belt is that?" I remember the first time yeah. I saw it, and I was yeah, like, "Dude, what like, belt what is, is that?" that? It does. And yeah. you're like, "That's the ice new IC belt." And yeah, I went, "That's dumb, dude." What? I don't care for it at all. That was so bad. I was like, <laughs> uh, no thank you. It looks nothing like it should, that's for sure. Not at all. All right, so we're going to switch gears. We're going to talk about some wrestlers who are not currently wrestling or part of any promotion. First up, as you all know and all love, we're going to talk about The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Yes. Uh, all you love and he loves. I don't I'm Whatever. <laughs> They tried to make him the next Undertaker. Failed miserably. Okay, let's get to the article, bro. Fine. 
still feel miserably. <laughs> All right, Bray Wyatt still hasn't appeared in any promotion in any capacity since getting released by the WWE in July of 2021. There's been speculation about what his next, his next move could be, whether it's jumping to AEW or somehow winding back up in WWE. But he has remained mostly silent about that situation. He wrote last month on Instagram, I'll always love wrestling. I couldn't imagine spending the rest of my life without stepping into the ring again and hearing the roar again. I think about it often. Everything has a place, has to be in place though. Like I said, timing is everything. And Dave Metzler, the Wrestler Observer, was asked this week about why it coming off Coming off the news that WWE is interested in getting FTR back into the company as AEW exercised the option on their contract in the for an additional year, when a fan asked Wyatt update, he wrote back, his asking price is very high. Mike Rotunda, a WWE legend and father of both Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas, talked about both his sons while on stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw this week. They're definitely may not maybe done. That's a weird way of saying that. Uh, I don't know. They're kind of got to their foot and, and got their foot in and going a couple different things, trying to see what's available. So you know, maybe you'll see them back. Maybe you won't. I don't know yet. But I don't want to speak for them either because I know they're trying to reach out and get some different things going. Uh, one of the things I know that led to his extended absence was the recent announcement that he's starting a kind of a movie studio and working on a movie project. Um, so that's probably in production right now. Yeah. So, obviously, he can't really risk an injury because we all know, despite wrestling being scripted, it's also very real in the fact that you can get seriously injured. Yeah. So, you can't really risk your movie being postponed due to an injury. You know, obviously, if you have a pandemic like we've all experienced, you can have that problem because it's not really causing you to miss because your star is out with an injury, you know, because you can take precautions to try to prevent getting COVID. You've it's hard to take precautions to not get injured in WWE because accidents can happen. Definitely. So that's one thing. Uh, I'm not sure about Bo Dallas. They dropped the ball on Bo. They did too much of this Bo leave and stuff. They really they pushed him wrong. I think he would have been better off becoming a member of the Wyatt family than being that weird Bo, Bo leave Dallas character that he yeah, was. Uh, Bo Dallas... <clears throat> His NXT run was very good. Yeah. Um, what I can't stand anymore, and this is true to mm -hmm. this day, that anybody that gets pushed in NXT anytime they hit the main roster, they just kind of... They fizzle out. They don't know what to do with them. I mean, I, I don't get it. I the really writers don't. don't seem to know what to do with anybody at this point. <laughs> Except they kind of know what to do with Roman. Yeah. That's about it. Other than that, they really don't seem to know what to do. Because once the pandemic was not over, but basically when we could start going back to the events, they basically pulled the rug right out of Drew Mac under from Drew McIntyre, who carried the company through the pandemic and Thunderdome. Very true. Very true. Very disrespectful. I get it. Roman's a top dog. He needs to be on top, or at least in, you know, within reach of being in the title. I get that. But you pulled the rug out from Drew McIntyre for no reason other than thanks, thanks, buddy, for keep, keeping us relevant through a pandemic. But now get to the far end of the line, not even to the somewhat back of the line. You got kicked almost all the way down to mid card. Well, I mean, I guess the good thing for him is in a little bit of a feud with 
with Roman at this point in time. So we so might get we back might there. Actually, get back there. So well, and then of course, of course, they're stupid bringing back. Freaking Brock Lesnar to fight Roman. I'm just like, oh my god, yeah, man. stop! I do. I am glad though that they let Roman win. That they actually did that because I was really concerned about what they were gonna do with that because I was like, mm. I really can't stand to see Brock Lesnar champion again. Oh, I know, it was so like, stupid. Because he gets the title. Don't get me wrong. He's very athletic. He's he's you know. A prize fighter. We'll give him that. Mm-hmm. But when he is WWE champion, he gets that title and he takes off. He co- he goes away till the next big you know pay per view mm-hmm. or whatever, and you you'll see him like the week before or something. And it's like, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's just, uh, and not only that, but if you're gonna unify the titles, you need a champion that's gonna be there. So pretty much every week. Yeah. Now, granted, you can give him a show-off, Roman. He doesn't have to be on Monday Night Raw, and then later on that week on SmackDown. Or be on Raw for the live event, do the re- tape recording the next night for SmackDown, because we know it's still sometimes tape recorded yeah. the next night. Uh, just depends on how things go. You can't have Roman do it all week. He could probably do it if he really want to, but you just end up ruining him, and that would not, not be fun. But I'm just saying, there's ways to go about it. And having Lesnar as champion would have just been detrimental to the whole thing. I didn't like how they treated Kofi to just give him a champion, give Lesnar the championship, to get him back in with Roman. I was just like, my God. The disrespect. What they did to Kofi was just completely wrong. They ended Kofi's reign like that. Mm, Snuffed Mm, it out. uh, And they did the same thing to Big E. Yep, Big E too. Disrespectful disrespectful i just hate it anyways we got we'll end up on a rant and this show will end up going longer than it's supposed to so bray white black let's get back to bray white so we know about the movie so that's part of it um and i just heard that uh well i just saw on an article mm -hmm. that uh was posted four days ago that he just uh he just got engaged to jojo so right that's pretty cool it is so i'm just I'm so I'm not surprised he's not back yet. Yeah. I just at this point it's like hard to figure um, out where he's going. I think right now he's just playing it by ear, dude. Whatever comes his way that that makes his life make sense for him. Mm-hmm. He's got four kids. Yeah. Um, so maybe spend a little bit more time with them makes more sense to him as far as his his mental goes right now. And uh, I think later on though we will see him back in some capacity. Yeah, in some way. So, it is going to be interesting because then they also turned around, dropped the ball when they failed on the fiend, and then tried to make Alexa the fiend ish. Yeah, fiend et. I guess what she was she supposed was, to be. To, to be honest, it was she, good. She was good. It was good. That was the problem. It was good, and then they, they WWE writing again messed it up and Stop lost it. it. I'm like, dude, get it together, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it is a little funny to see these, uh, these, these, uh, like psychology sessions she had going on. Yeah. But, I mean, she isn't really completely totally back yet, and I heard she just got married too. Yeah, lucky bastard. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on to Braun Strowman or Adam Sher. Yes. Sure. 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 
Sheer. I think it's Sheer. It should be Sheer Strowman. Yeah. Sheer. Anyways. No, I'm not muscular. I'm just fat. Anyways. So, Adam did a reunion and tribute photo with the family Wyatt. The uh, Wyatt fam- family. Wyatt. Wyatt family. <laughs> in honor of Brody Lee 10 days ago with Bra, uh, Ray and Eric Redbeard. That can be found on his Instagram. He is included in the Men's Health article four days ago where it shows that he is ripped, how ripped he is, and the nutrition workout plan he had to get there. Uh, you can see that if you subscribe to um, the Men's and Fitness Work, uh, Men and Fitness art, Health article. Um, yeah. Starting at $3. He was also... Get my freaking mouse cursor over here. He was also on the buzz surrounding your control, your narrative, uh, being a mentor to young wrestlers by Mark Middleton. Former WWE superstar Adam Shearer, uh, formerly known as Braun Strowman, recently spoke to Mike Jones of DC 101 to discuss a variety of topics, including his partnership with Fame Days, the celebrity virtual messaging service. Cool. Uh, Shearer uh, talked about his new Control Your Narrative pro wrestling company with EC3 and said that the brand is just getting started and things are happening. Every day it grows and grows, Shear said. Uh, we've had two shows so far. We've done two live shows and two of our televised episodes were on YouTube, now Pro TV Rest- Pro Wrestling TV as the narrative one, and then the narrative two, which is the one that features me in my first uh, post-WWE match against EC3. There's another one that they did not know what to do with EC3. Yeah, man. EC3 did very well in TNA, and then as soon as he went to WWE, like I said, he did well in, in NXT, then they brought him to the main roster and went... And then they know what to do with him. So It's ridiculous. And he's a Vince-style guy. He really built. is. Built. He's big and built. He's like, that's a Vince guy. Yep. Where, uh, don't get me started on Vince guys with Austin Theory. If you, oh, oh, no. Uh, oh, I want to, mm, I'm going to squash that little bug. Anyways, the early days of CYN have been met with a lot of uh, criticism, though, but the brand is clearly developing a fan base. Sure commented on how the CYN buzz is real. Love us, hate us, everybody's talking about us at the end of the day. That's what you want. And there's so much competition out there in the wrestling industry as a whole. If you think about it, all the different federations, independent, big, independently big, sponsored, and this and that. And there's something wrestling involved on live television almost every day of the week. There's over 40 million streaming services. So it's finding your niche and finding a place to fit in there. Shares excited about serving as a mentor to some of the young wrestlers working on uh, CYN. Going to be able to go back on the road and get um, some really younger guys and stuff in their early 20s. So it's nice to be able to ride and mentor and help. Uh, you know, pass the, no- pass the knowledge that the greats before me passed on to me. Because at the end of the day, that's really what this business is about. Share also discusses love for his first favorite big man of pro wrestling and how he's a big uh, fan of Paul White, the former big show. Paul is a once-in-a-lifetime talent. Uh, for the guy that size to be able to go out there and do it, the same with Andre. I'm hoping when it's all said and done and I hang up my boots for good, my name is brought into the graces of the likes of those. Uh, that means I've done something right. Uh, definitely does, man. I like all the areas of, of movement that Shear's been involved with lately. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes to show that there is life after WWE. Absolutely. And and just just like we were talking earlier about Cody, same thing there. Mm-hmm. There is life 
after WWE. What's going to be interesting to see is if Sheer decides one day to make his return back to WWE. It is. It's going to be definitely interesting to see if that happens. Um, for WWE's sake, they should do it. They should. Um, what I really have noticed here recently about these WWE releases, things mm-hmm. like that, in recent years, is the fact that these guys, they st- they're still hungry. Mm-hmm. They want to go out there and they still want to make a name for themselves and they still want to go out there and please these fans and and give them a show, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and I'm telling you, dude, that article, I wish I could have read that, the, the one with Men's Health. Wow. I clicked into it, and it says you had to subscribe, and I'm like, what? Yeah, of course, Men's what? Health is it. So, I, because I was like, dude, that dude, he's ripped. He yeah. looks good, dude. You can also find him by following his girlfriend on TikTok, who also makes a lot of funny videos about him. It's hilarious to watch. <laughs> I can't remember her tag name, damn it. If I knew her tag name, I'd put it on there. But yeah, man. I'll it, figure it out and post it for you guys somewhere. Yeah, yeah we'll put it on there in the comments she's or funny. something. She just funny stuff to him. And he's just like, oh my God, will you stop <laughs> messing with me? Stop trying to embarrass me. <laughs> she can't help it. She loves him. He's so cute. <laughs> That's what she's like. He's so cute. I can't help myself. Look he's at him. Big ass teddy bear. Muscular teddy bear. Yeah. Fucking the opposite of what I am. <laughs> I'm the fluffy one. <laughs> He's the muscular one. Yeah. And we do have a pay-per-view coming up this weekend. Yeah. On Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Mother's, hey, mothers. You want to watch a pay-per-view? Yeah, you want to watch some wrestling? Watch some wrestling with your sons and daughters <laughs> on your special day? No. I know. <laughs> but, hey. Anyways, so we'll start it off here. First one on the match card that we have. This might not be the actual order. It's probably not the order, but this this article is from Bleacher Report. So, mm-hmm. just so you guys know. But it wouldn't surprise me at the same time. And the other thing, because I would rather have the SmackDown Women's Championship match uh, at the main event instead of anything else that's on this match card. Uh, yeah. And we'll get to that soon, because it's actually the last one on this card, so we're hoping yeah. that's the main event, because it's going to be the better it, one It's match. probably going to be the main event. Hopefully. We definitely know this one, first off. It's Bobby Lashley yeah. versus Almost. By the way, this is WWE WrestleMania Backlash. So basically, rematches, mostly, from WrestleMania. Yeah. <sighs> so stupid. Anyways. <laughs> first up, like I said, Lashley, Almost stupid match it was stupid at mania it's stupid now yeah i don't really care for how they had almost like just bully bobby lashley and make him look like a kid that was just like what hey at least lashley won last time can he go can he win again i don't like the mvp is now almost as valet it's like manager whatever yeah, it puts a spin on the storyline with it, so I get where they're going with it, but it's just kind of like, whatever, dude. I, I don't care for MVP doing what he's doing, but it is what it is, so. True. All right, next up, we have a, not a rematch from WrestleMania because Corbin didn't face Mad Cat Moss, but Corbin will be taking on Mad Cat Moss. I, why? 
Because they broke up, dude. I don't care. They broke up. They got to duke it out. They got to fight, bro. Man, whatever. They can fight on SmackDown and get it done and over with. <laughs> no one wants to see that stupid crap. I, I, I hope Madcap Moss wins. That's all I'm saying. Might as well. Can we get a rematch of uh, Knoxville versus Sami Zayn, though? <laughs> with the right? same shenanigans? Right. That, that was funny, dude. That was awesome. That was one of the best things about night two. About that and Pat McAfee. Other than that, night two pretty much sucked. Anyways, next up, we're going to have a rematch of AJ Styles versus Edge. AJ Styles was claiming that he had the match against Edge wrapped up, ready to go, nice and neat in a bow, until Damian Priest made his presence felt at ringside just by being there. It wasn't even, he didn't even do anything to AJ except look at him. Yeah, and for the past three weeks, dude, they've been torturing AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ Styles has somewhat of a, a shoulder injury now because of this. And uh, for those of you that I'm not going to go into detail because y'all watch it anyways, right? Yeah. I mean, why would you be listening to our podcast if you didn't watch us? So there you go. Uh, but uh, yeah, and then with, you know, uh, what was it last week they were talking about? It was a match between AJ Styles and and uh, Damian Priest, and if Damian Priest lost, he was banned from ringside at the pay per view, right. and he lost. Yeah. So now it will be AJ Styles versus Edge one on one. So we'll see where this goes. So we think. But but we have a little tidbit about this. I think, and you think that mm-hmm. someone else may get involved with this, right? Because as if you haven't figured out by now, Edge and Damian Priest have started a little faction called Judgment Day. Yes, there's been rumors rampant that a third member is supposed to start at some point. So what better way to not ha- to have that happen than at Backlash when Damian Priest is banned from ringside than to have somebody join the faction and help out edge get the upper hand against aj styles i have a little bit of a little bit of an idea of who i think this might be based off the articles i read i have a pretty good idea of who it's supposed to be so tell me who you think it's supposed to be i'm thinking champa okay based off the articles i've read it's basically supposed to be champa so tomosa champa there you go. So, um, by the way, who I'm still trying to figure out said he was never going to the main roster is now on the main roster. So he said he preferred NXT. He didn't like. He didn't want to go to the main roster. But see, NXT has changed a lot. And there's that. So I mean, they kind of got that. I don't know, dude. I just hippie said, look going on. I don't know, man. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, so that's what we're thinking is probably going to happen. Is if it's Champa, okay, we called it. If not, somebody we think is going to be part of the Judgment Day. It's a little weird. It's kind of, it's kind of the Brood, but not. Yeah, it's, it's a little weird. It, I actually like it. I, I mean, I get I it. Enjoy. He's still kind of doing a little bit of a Brood esque, but yeah. he's not full on going. Oh, I loved brood. it on Raw. He was he's so. making fun because. He goes, you know, rednecks are always talking about, oh, you got you're doing the Undertaker thing now. And it's like he goes, I do what I want. So it, it's Edge, and for those, because you've got this younger generation that they don't know Edge the way we know Edge. Mm-hmm. Edge is evil. He's not. 
He's not a good guy. Yeah, he's real. He's a better heel than yes. it's a baby face. I will say I love his work. He's one of my favorite wrestlers, but he's a better heel than he is a baby face. He's one of the few people I actually prefer him to be a heel. Yes, right. And because you know I don't really care for heels much. Right. But when it comes to heels, he's so much better as a heel. I think it brings the better wrestling out of him as a heel than it does him not being a heel. I honestly think. I think he's he sets his game up another level when he's a heel. Oh, yeah. And he's more sadistic. Stid- sadistic? Sadistic. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what I was trying to say. Statistics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had a Jim Carrey moment on uh, <laughs> Fun with Dick and Jay. Statistics. Oh, well. Whatever, dude. Do it again. No. Okay. All right. From one of the first matches, oh, not one of the first matches, from one of the night one matches from WrestleMania, we get the rematch of Cody Rhodes versus Seth freaking Rollins. Rollins, of course, will be happy because now he can prepare for his opponent. Yeah, he's kind of gotten a little bit more personal over the past, well, this past Monday night. He was saying some, some things about, Cody Rhodes' dad, the, the, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, and uh, yeah, it's gonna get heated. It's gonna get really heated. So uh, watch out, Seth Rollins. You open that that can of worms. You better be prepared to. Uh, yeah. yeah. Don't be surprised if you don't pull out the old uh, stardust out of him. You know that old, you know. <laughs> He who stirs the pot. He who, licks, who stirs the pot shall lick the spoon. Yes. He so. who stirs the sh- pot <laughs> shall lick the spoon. Yep. All right, next up, this is obviously not a WrestleMania rematch, but we will have the Bloodline in a six-man tag match. The Usos and Roman Reigns teaming up to take on the team of Drew McIntyre and RK-Bro. Saw the tweet from Dave Metzler saying that the reason why it's not Roman versus Drew is they want to save it for a bigger pay-per-view. Which we know is coming soon in the end of July. Which we're going to be attending. Yes, we're going to be there, baby. Looking forward to this one. Yes, yes. me too, dude. Uh, my first WWE event ever. Should have been at WrestleMania a few years ago. Yes. Pandemic uh, screwed I'm that. I'm so excited, so grateful, and, uh, you know, it's kind of a little birthday present for the big man over here, so thank you, bro. Yes, birthday present from the big man. Yes. Yes, you made this kind of sound like I, it was my present for no. me. Or from, I, uh, I guess I said, yeah. Yeah, from me to you. Yes. Your yes. birthday present from me. There we go. I'm slow. It's okay. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> So I'm actually kind of looking forward to this one. I know no titles are on the line. Um, it was supposed to really be a uh, winner-take-all. Um, so it's not going to be a winner-take-all, obviously, because you're going to have two op- components. Yeah, because for the, for the you know past three weeks, they've been pushing the tag team titles on both shows. Yeah. You know, and uh, at very last second, they changed it. So I don't blame them. I know I just don't see combining every. What are you gonna do next? You're gonna combine the United. You're gonna unify the United States and Intercontinental Championship. That's basically the World Championship, dude. 
There used to be a day and age when there wasn't that many titles. Yeah, but still, then there's no point in having a split brand. Duh. I'm just saying. Go back, no more SmackDown. All Raw, because you know they're not going to just keep SmackDown. No, you have SmackDown and Raw both. Well, their roster is small enough, they could probably do it now. Yeah. All those cuts they've made. Yeah. Anyways, so that's that match. Looking forward to it. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a good match. Definitely gonna be a good match. I'm still waiting for Randy Orton to get another title opportunity, singles title. But I think he's enjoying his time with Riddle a lot more than uh, people. Yeah, realize. I actually didn't expect them to to mesh the the way they have, but they're doing really well. Yeah, I love the pothead snake that comes down in the freaking promos early in the match, <laughs> right before the match when they come out. Right. I'm like Stoner Snake. Yes. <laughs> Give me the stoner snake. <laughs> They're all like wobbly. <laughs> yes. Give me the stoner snakes. <laughs> Love it. Anyways, so this one is the one I'm hoping is the main event because this should be, will be this should be the main event. Yeah. Or it's gonna be the tag match, but this needs to be the main event. Yes. Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's Championship in an I Quit match. Oh, both are so good at what they do that this has to be the main event. The only thing I am afraid of is the sole fact that it's a pay-per-view. Because it's a pay-per-view, title's on the line, Charlotte usually doesn't lose. Yeah. But the only thing that Ronda has in her favor is that she's a badass in an I quit match, good luck. Because I'm wondering if you can actually keep your temper enough, Ronda, to not snap and just be regular badass Ronda Rousey from UFC and basically try to snap Charlotte's leg, arm, whatever off to make her scream out, I quit, because that's not how it was supposed to go, but you got pissed. <laughs> yes, that would be awesome. It would be kind of funny. <laughs> but uh, So that one, I think, has got the... Potential to be the best match of the night. So, that therefore, should that be the main does. event. I hope it is. Uh, they'll they'll like probably. You, like you said, they'll probably put it before the tag team match, but we'll see what happens. I hope it is because it's the only title that's on the line in this match card. That, too. What the? Therefore, it should be the main mm. event. You're not going to have any other title? There's probably going to be another throw-in match somewhere. Why don't you just throw Theory in there? Make him lose the title to somebody because Theory sucks. Pat McAfee. I call Pat McAfee. There we go. Wait, Pat's on SmackDown. and It don't matter. He, he's on Raw. It don't matter. The, blood, the bloodline gets to go back and forth. Come on. Bring Pat over. Let's do so, this. Pat has to wrestle on Monday Night Raw and commentate on Friday Night yes, Let's do it. <laughs> Poor Matt's going to be exhausted. Come on, Pat. You go got back. this, brother. I'm just saying, give him a month's run with the with a mid-card title. See how it goes. I don't think it will fail. Nope. He's got, he got a lot of love in Dallas. And the dude is not from Dallas. Yeah. So it's not like it was a hometown love. He got love because of the name of Pat McAfee. Just saying. Just give him a... Mid-card championship run. See how it goes. 
look, of all the stupid things you've done recently, WWE, at least you can try it. If it doesn't work, it's just another one that just failed. If it works, you got a great thing going. Right. That's all it is. It's it's a either or scenario with Pat McAfee. It's either going to work or it's not. It, Pat can go right back to being a commentator. Who cares? Hey man, he he's just got the charisma to do whatever. And not only that, but he proved when he was in that ring, dude, that he's got it, man. Yeah, you, almost as good as Bad Bunny. Yeah, that that really surprised me. That surprised the hell out of a lot of people. Yeah. With the Canadian destroyer he did on the outside of the ring. Yeah, that was pretty Miz. awesome. I'm like, you did that to the Miz. Granted, I don't like the Miz. But Miz is a professional wrestler. <laughs> right? And you're a hip-hop artist. You probably are somewhat athletically gifted because you have to dance and all that. I get that. Yeah. But that's a lot different than doing a freaking Canadian destroyer. And what I'm just it, saying. What it, was it? Jake Paul that was a part of this wrestling? Yeah. Uh, I didn't really care for it. I, I don't care how they're. When are they going to break up the Mysterios? Because it's leading towards them breaking up, and it's like they get close, and then they kind of just oh, never mind. You're gonna do it. Let's hurry up I, I and get it done. I do it by by SummerSlam, bro. Ooh, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, the Mysterios um, at SummerSlam versus each other. Yeah, that would be cool. Mysterio versus Mysterio match. That'd be kind of fun. I wouldn't mind that. I'd take Definitely that. Definitely would be. That'd be a good match. So we got two possible good matches coming up on SummerSlam right now. We call it. Give it to us. Give yeah. us McIntyre, Roman. Give us Mysterio versus Mysterio. Ooh, Battle for the Mask. Oh, yes, dude. That would be amazing. Battle for the mask? Because that's what, uh, you know, that's what, uh, why am I forgetting his son's name all of a sudden? Dominic. Dominic. There we go. Thank you. That's what Dominic eventually wants. He wants to become the luchador of the family. He wants to take over for, he wants to become the next Rey Mysterio. It's quote unquote. He's not going to really be. Ray, but obviously. It's just crazy how tall that kid is compared to his dad. I know. <laughs> he was a short little turd, too, when he was younger. I remember seeing I see the concert videos all the time. They show him back and, uh, with Eddie. I loved him, though, when he was like, no, I'm not going to go be living with Eddie. And then all the kids at his school kind of got him worried that he might actually have to go live with Eddie. He's like, Dad, if you lose, do I really have to go live with Eddie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't lose, Dad. I don't want to go live with Eddie. <laughs> oh, that poor kid. That must have been terrible. He's like, no, wait. Then they just kept on him, and he's just like, wait, I don't know, maybe? <laughs> Dad? <laughs> that was a poor kid. I'm just like, damn, that had to suck, kid. All right, so um, that does it for wrestling talk. If you're on here, um, our Twitch, yeah, keep tuning in. We're going to switch over to football talk. It won't take long. We'll get it done pretty quickly. Let's switch over. Um, for everybody that's listening on the audio, we'll have football talk up. The um, Well, probably both of these will up will either be up tomorrow or one tomorrow, one the next day. Probably that's how we're going to do it. Yeah, it's probably going to be easier because it's a little late now yeah. on that. So we got to do this episode. So that does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports. Hey, everyone. This is Big Man. 
This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalkwitcooperinbigman. That's sportstalk, W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, big man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.